Go Penn State. Do no cursing in the pod. Raw, authentic. I'm Adam Brenneman. This, 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 this is. Next up. I'm excited to have you here. I, uh, I've been wanting to do this for a while with you. We've been trying to collab for a minute. Uh, we talked like three months ago about doing something at the Rose Bowl together. That was when Penn State wasn't even officially in the Rose Bowl. But, but I was, you were remember, saying, I was telling you. Penn State, I was like, I don't know. I, I, was, I was like, like Penn State's yeah. going to go to the Rose Bowl. And, uh, but now here we are. And as we're walking in and you're sipping that Red Bull, I don't know if there's a better representation of you as a person than sitting here at, six o'clock at night and you're sipping a Red Bull as when we're about to go on a podcast because that's like you as a person. You are like a 24-7 dude who's sipping a Red Bull because you have energy all the time. I want to start with this. Your life has changed so much in the last six months, maybe even less than that, maybe last like three months. Like four months. Four months. Late August. Take me through, not necessarily the pieces of how you got there, but take me through the emotional roller coaster of the last four months of your life? It all started just betting on myself. My whole life, I've worked for other people, which is great because I got yeah. real work experience, real experience in like the real world while balancing my academics. But I've always just wanted to have an impact on society, like a positive impact on society. And, you know, once I decided to just go all into myself, I started traveling to universities, mm-hmm. having students come up, to, random students come up to me in Blacksburg, Virginia. I'm going to a Virginia Tech hockey game against West Virginia to go see my best friend play, Nick Galley, plays tight end there. Yeah. And I'm walking, and I, I literally get on campus and I go to a gym and I have people swarming me. Was that the first time that you realized like, oh, I went, I'm viral. Like everyone knows who I am. Was that the first moment it hit you? Yeah, Virginia because Tech? so I knew I went viral like at Penn State. I was very yeah. well known in the Penn State community. But once I went to Blacksburg, Virginia, and I had people coming up to me left and right, I knew that, like, there is something special in front of me. I need to put the, like, just step on that gas pedal and just go for it. And from Blacksburg, Virginia, after that trip, I remember I came home, called one of my mentors, and I was just explaining to him everything that went on in Blacksburg, how Mm -hmm. all these students were coming up to me, taking selfies with me. I couldn't even walk to a tailgate without swarms of students coming up to me. And I explained that to him. He's like, Brad, you need to go to another university. Because you have to think about if I just stayed at Penn State and wasn't really going on these trips, I really wouldn't have expanded my brand at these other schools and really put myself out there because it's so important to really... To build a community is like engaging with your fans and people that enjoy your content. So when he told me, he's like, Brad, you got to go to another university. I called my best friend at Indiana. I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm coming this weekend. Book a flight to Indiana, go to Indiana. Same thing happened. I walk on that campus. I'm walking downtown. 
swarms of students coming up to me, wanting to take pictures, talk to me, pick my brain apart, ask for motivation, ask, hey, yo, Brad, this, I'm happy, this is going on in my class right now. What's some advice that you, you would give me? And I talk, every person that would come up to me, I would engage with and talk with them. And then after Indiana, I end up going to Kentucky. Um, Will didn't end up playing that game. It was against South Carolina. Um, but I go to Kentucky. Same thing happened. Every student coming up to me. And it was just so like heartwarming. Like I don't care about the followers, like none of that. It's just the actual impact that I'm having and the kind messages that I'm getting from people saying that I'm truly having a positive impact on their life and that I'm inspiring them and motivating them to go after what they want. Yeah. I saw it in person when I was with you at the at Penn State. What was that? The Mar- Maryland, oh, Ohio State. Ohio week, State. Yep. Ohio and, State. And uh, and I mean, I, I I I remember talking to the our video guys I was with, Chris and Stevie, and I was like, I thought that I got recognized a decent amount at Penn State. Like I thought, I, and then I was with you, and I was like, it's like every single person comes up to you asking for pictures that like you can't even go out in public. You can't even really go out at Penn State, which is nuts. And it just is crazy to me because when I met you, I in was May. in State College in May interviewing Sean Clifford for my podcast. And you were working for Sean at that point for his NIL company, Limitless. You were, I, re- I remember you came up, I remember Sean saying, you have to meet this Brad Krauk guy, like he's going to be big time. And I was kind of like in my zone, like trying to focus on the podcast. And I was like, all right, I'll meet this guy. <laughs> and you like come over and bro. And I remember you were like, talk, just like you do, you were talking a million miles an hour. <laughs> you were like all fired up and you're like, dude, I swear I'm going to change the world. And I was like, dude, this guy is nuts. But, and then we became friends and uh, it's been, it's been funny just to, or not funny, but like. It's been motivational to watch your success and like how fast it's happened and then how you've handled it. And I think the best part is that it is a positive message that, that your whole thing's built around, you know, jumping out of bed in the morning and living a positive life and working hard and doing well in school. Where did that, like, why did you decide for that to be your message, the kick the sheets? Like, what, where did that come from? Because you've been doing that for a while, right? And it was just- really since, like, last January was when yeah. I started the whole kick the sheets movement. But it didn't, like... Everything didn't really happen until like sophomore year summer was when my life made a huge like 360 and I started to mature. Basically what happened was there was a lot of negative and toxic people in my life and I was always out there. I always put myself out there. I was always posting on social media. Like I think I made a Facebook page in fourth grade. Like I was already on social media since fourth grade. Um, Just always posting And then my sophomore year summer, I end up joining the cheer team and I'm in a fraternity at Penn State and a lot of the kids didn't like that I joined the cheer team. And for me, I just thought joining the cheer team was an unreal opportunity. It was putting myself definitely in an uncomfortable like situation of, you know, now I'm going to be in front of 110,000 people throwing girls up in the air. Like there's a lot of pressure just like being on the field, like being on the cheer team. Um... But it was just an unreal experience. But that summer when I decided to, hey, I'm going all in with the cheer, I just started kind of getting um, like negative comments towards me for doing this. And then also on the flip side, my content was really weird. Like my, my TikToks were like super- Like what, cr- what were you doing? I, I was trying to be someone who I wasn't. I was trying to like do these dancing trends and do these like weird like videos just to try to go viral, just to go viral for no reason. Where in reality, like I were to go, like there's nothing that actually, there's no substance in that content. And kids were making fun of me and they were not like found upon of me creating this content. And from that point, 
I just couldn't take it anymore. I just couldn't take all these negative comments one after another and the group me's and the chats making fun of me. And I was like, you know what? Like for me, I take negative reinforcement. I use it as motivation. So all these kids wanted to talk behind my back, talk, not even behind my back, just talk right in front of me. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just leave every chat and focus on myself. And a lot of people, like my, even like my whole life, I've always listened to motivational speakers. Mm-hmm. They always talk about, hey, if you like wanna make it or make that next step in your life, you're gonna have to sacrifice. Yeah. You will have to sacrifice. And what I did, I just went lone wolf. They, uh, people always talk about going lone wolf. I am someone that always wants to be at every event with my friends, I wanna be there. But that summer I decided, you know what? Let's make a change in my life. Like it's time, like the time is now. And for people watching, like if you're trying to go after your dreams or whatever you're trying to achieve, don't wait for anything. Like do it, start today, start now. So many people wanna wait to have the right camera set up or the right, it's like, no, like you have a phone or whatever, like go and do it now. And when I decided to like do that, it just, I was working, I was getting up at five in the morning then. I was going to, um, I was coaching group fitness classes in the morning. Then I was doing my own um, Brad camp where I was like at a camp with uh, fourth to sixth graders, literally like coaching them up, like running them through camps. Yeah. And then I was going and I was going all in on fitness content at the time. And I would, I would travel to a gym 50 minutes away from me and create fitness content. Oh. And that, those, that was my summer. And at the end of the summer, I end up landing in a dream internship with Cuts Clothing. And when that ended up happening, because I was, yeah. shout out Cuts, because I was like, like busting my <laughs> for the whole entire summer, like just not even hanging out with my friends, nothing. And then to land that internship at the end of the summer, like it's, I wanted to cry because I was working so hard. And then yeah. had, I just had so much momentum. My head was clear. I was like, I'm ready to really just elevate my life and just start making those strides to get to where I want to be. And that was really like the turning point was all those negative comments towards me and then me kind of feeling that, realizing that and leaving it. And for people watching, like if you are around negative, toxic people, you need to get out of it. You need to block them out of your life and start focusing on you and surround yourself with people that want to help build you. Because people that are above you, they do not like they'll be happy if you're trying to go and achieve your dreams or try to do something. But people below you, what they're gonna do is just talk about you because they have nothing better to do. But it's like, hey, at least I'm trying. At least I'm trying to do something rather than you just sitting there on your ass just watching, consuming my content. Maybe if if it's weird, I don't care. At least I'm trying. Sorry, I cursed. But- Dude, I told you no cursing in a pot. I'm just kidding. It's funny because I was just talking about that whole topic of people above you don't really care enough to give you real advice and people below you, they're just mad because they're not you, right? There's an old saying like people love success but hate successful people. And and it's funny too because the other thing is that I've learned and I'm sure you've seen this as you like have built your team out, like you can ask everybody for advice on things but no one actually knows you and your life and your career as well as, as you do. Like everyone gives you advice through their lens, but they don't see it the way you see it. How do you, how do you balance that with like, now that you've blown up so quickly and you know, you're at, you got millions of followers and you're making real money now and it's gone like that overnight. How do you balance like who's on your team? Who do you keep close to you? Who do you listen to? Cause now, I mean, you know, I've been there too. Like everyone wants to reach out and be part of your team and, and everyone, your DMs are packed with, hey, I got, I'm an agent, or hey, I'm a marketing guy, or hey, I know, and I can help, hey, I'm an accountant, I'm a finance guy, I can manage your investments. Like, 
How do you decide who you take advice from and who you don't right now? Keep my circle small. Like I was always friends with like everyone. I still am. But as time has gone on, I only talk to throughout my day a couple people. Yeah. Like I don't need to talk to everyone. I just talk to a couple people that I know, you know, have had the experience, have been by my side for a while and that I trust. Yeah. I'm still friends and friendly with you know, all these people that I've grown up with or people outside of that. Like, I, that's just who I am as a person. I'm just always been um, a social, a sociable guy. But now with everything going on, you and I'm sure you probably have the same thing. Like you probably only talk to a couple people on a daily basis. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've had, I think one thing that, I, that I've had to do is like cut down on how many people, I used to be a guy that like wanted to get advice from everybody or like maybe even at one point like, I would seek approval from everybody, right? And I'm sure, like, Stevie behind the camera is, like, one of my closest friends. Like, I'm sure he would agree. Like, there was a point where everything I did, I would ask everybody, like, what do you think about this? Do you, hey, do you, do you like this post? Do you, you know, when I was getting started, dude, when I started posting content, everyone was getting the video. And everyone would give me different feedback. I love it. I love it. And then I, I've, I really do think that posting on social media as much as I do, like, changed my perspective as I don't care as much anymore. People think because... I'm, I'm so out there anyway that like, if there's videos I look terrible in, there's videos I look great in, there's videos I don't like, the videos that like, you, can, you gotta stop listening to everybody else and you don't need approval from everybody else. But, that, but that's a flaw, that's a flaw I think a lot of successful people have is I know personally, I have a deep desire to be admired. And like, that's a strength and a weakness, right? I wanna be great partially because I want other people to think that about me, but I, I need to use that as a strength and not allow it to affect my mental health and my psyche, right? Yeah, I think it's just post. Yeah. Like, just put the content out. If you like your content, go and put it out. And the more content you put out, you can kind of pick and choose, all right, what content's hitting, what content isn't hitting, and then you just go with the content that you think- It's a Gary Vee model, yeah. Basically, it's just like yeah. trial and error. And like, for myself, I- have posted videos to me, like dancing trends, to professional content, to just me pulling out my phone and going, yo, what up, it's Brad here. Like I'm going and taking people throughout my day. Yeah. And I think right now, some people overcomplicate things. And I think for myself and my growth, it was just me being me, showing my personality. Yeah. And I think me just being raw, authentic, people can resonate with it. Yeah. Like, I'm not hiding who I am. Like, I am upfront, straightforward with, like, like the content that I put out. Yeah. And that's why I think it's been going really well and it's been successful well, because I just don't care what other people think. And I just, and me on, on like, on TikTok, like, I'll, I'll be out in public. Someone will see me, for, you know, for the first time in person. They're like, yo, like, you are literally just like that guy that I see on the yeah. camera. I'm like, yeah, like, that, I'm not putting on a fake facade. That, like, that is an amazing quality you have of, again, being around you for a decent amount now. Like, you have a great ability to interact with anybody. You know, sometimes I find myself, like, putting my hood up and, like, not that I'm, like, getting recognized like that, but, like, yeah. just trying not to talk to anybody. Like, I'm on a plane. I'm just, like, don't talk. Like, just, I'm just trying to get on, get on my day. You, like, seek out people. If you see someone looking at you, I've noticed this, and they're afraid to go up to you, you'll go to them, and you'll it's be like, so, hey, I'm Brad Kraut. <laughs> yeah, because— and, I'm like, and you knew they knew who you were, but they were afraid to say something to you. It's so awkward because sometimes I'll be, like, walking, and I'll see people, like, eyeing yeah. me down, looking at me, and I'm like, yeah. all right, like— should I approach them? Should I not? Mm. And then most of the times I'm like, all right, 
I'm just gonna go up to them and be like, yeah, what up? Like, I'm Brad, yeah. like nice. You and did like, it in the airport today, yeah. in LAX, yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's just really cool to be able to do that. And I think a lot of people no just like enjoy it. Like, it's fun. Like, it, again, I always tell people like, and something that I've just been living by and I got it from my brother is, yo, life's not that deep. Yeah. Like, I feel like people always try to overcomplicate things. People, and it's just, it's just not that deep. You just go through it and, you yeah. know, it, it is what it and, is. And the reality is like, despite, you know, maybe the things all of us have going on and stuff, like you are living a life right now that very, very few people ever get to live, <laughs> you know? And, and does that ever hit you? Like, like you're, like you're on the brink of stardom. You may already be a star, you know, depending on who you ask and what, what the metric is. But I mean, that's a that's a life that you're, you're in the point oh 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 one percent. Yeah, it was. So right, I will say, like, I'm gonna be completely transparent with everyone. I burnt myself out. Yeah. So like, from early September, leading up to Thanksgiving in November, my life was a sprint. You're traveling every. I week. was traveling every single weekend. Like I was going out on the weekend, having a good time. Like every single weekend, just not giving my body rest. And eventually it caught up to me, but it was, I wanted that experience and I needed to take on every opportunity because that's how I was able to grow so fast was because I was just going and eventually like it's, I just kind of, you know, put my body to shit and I kind of started to like deteriorate a little, but I learned a lot about myself during that time. And one thing that I really learned was just like, when I look back on it, was just be like grateful for everything because there was a point in time, you know, after all my travel and everything, my, you know, followers and stuff did start to like kind of decline on TikTok. I wasn't getting that instant gratification that was happening where every time I post, every time I was posting before, I was getting hundreds of thousands of views, videos were blowing up. And then it came to a point where my videos weren't like getting pushed on the algorithm anymore. And it started like getting into like my head and it started, and this is where I really started to open up and like see the reality of like social media and like the ups and the downs of it. And I was like, totally like in the downs of it. And I was like, wow, like this kind of sucks right now, but it's like, all right, like it is what it is. I started talking to other social media influencers and they're like, dude, Brad, this happens to everyone. Like, it's not just going to be a life high yeah, forever. Me too. Yeah. There was a what, day that I used to get a quarter million views on every video I posted. And then, and then it, then so then how it, did you, how did you like walk through, like, how did you go through that? Uh, I mean, to be honest, it, I mean, it definitely affects you because you start questioning like your strategy. Almost. Yes, you're like, am I doing the right thing? Should I, should I stop posting? Yeah. Like, should I am post I, less? Yeah, am I doing the right kind of videos? Like, I, I just, I mean, it. To be honest, I chalked it up almost to like the algorithm and was able to like deflect it into like, oh, that's just TikTok. Because then on the opposite though, like my Instagram started popping off when it wasn't before. So it almost like flipped. My Instagram started getting more views and my TikTok went down. It just, it, it, it is tough as a creator though. Cause like your livelihood almost is like- It's like, this is it's your like, life. That's your life is like, you built this like, and, and if you're posting a video that you put all this time in and it gets 3000 views and you expect it to get 200,000, you're like, what that, what I just do all that for? You know, yeah. and it's, it's uh yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it is a battle that I'm sure every, every creator. Everyone has. definitely battles through it, but I'm happy that I did go through that because I needed it because what was happening to me was like, dude, I grew my page from 42,000 followers to over yeah. half a million. And like, it was almost too fast. And like, yeah. like, way, like way too fast. And it like, the next yeah. thing I know, I was like, oh, like the semester's already over. Yeah. And I was like, oh, like, 
what just happened? Yeah. Like, what just happened? Yeah, it's almost like, have you have you seen the Alex Earl girl on TikTok? Dude, like her, her, like her... People are saying, like, something bad has to be coming because she's going too big too fast. I think she just hit a million on Instagram, too, yeah. right now as yeah. well. And it's, like, crazy to see that. But she, like, the reason why she is also blowing up, too, is because she's showing her true self, her yeah, true well, personality. Yeah. And I think right now on social media, the yeah. overarching theme right now is showing personality, showing who you are. It's like if you want to build a personal brand, storytell. Because if you can storytell, people will be able to resonate with your story. And that's, I feel like, at least in my experience, I'm, you know, I'm not a marketing guru or everything, but it's yeah. just through my experience, this is what people have resonated with me was just through my story. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. What do you think is your biggest strength and your biggest weakness? I think my biggest strength right now, along the like along the lines of what? Life. It's up for you to interpret. I think my biggest strengths right now is having um, a positive attitude towards life. Love it. Yeah. Because if you go into your day, if you go into your week, if you go into the year with the mindset of oh, this is gonna suck or mm -hmm. oh, just another year, 2023, your year is going to suck. But if you go into your year, if you go into your day, if you go into the week, like, yeah, I have this, I have four meetings Monday, two meetings, like, yeah. and you're, and you're fired up about it and you're ready to attack it's it. Your, it's your whole motto. It's, yeah. it's, it's all, but it's all in your, like your mind. Yeah. If you go into it, fired up, jacked up, like psych yourself out about it, you will go in and have an unreal week. And that's yeah. what I, because Obviously, I will still get, you know, if I have like a big interview coming up, like I will get the butterflies, but it's good to be nervous because it just shows that you're really excited about it. Yeah. Like you were nervous for this, right? Yeah. Not at all, no. <laughs> but like, but like you, you get what I'm yeah. saying. It's if you just go into it with a positive mindset, positive attitude, you can, I believe that you can go and conquer anything. Yeah. And I think my weakness right now is... I think showing appreciation in a sense. Like I'll open up about this because my life has been so crazy the past two, three months. Mm -hmm. And it's like, sometimes I forget about some of the people that have like been there and like that have helped me get to where I am. Mm -hmm. And I feel like for me going into 2023, I'm holding myself accountable to make sure I reach out to those people. You know, it doesn't need to be every day, but check in every week or every so often because without these people, I wouldn't be where I am now. Yeah. Um, and I think that's definitely one of my weaknesses. And my brothers were honing, like, honing in on it. We had a meeting the other day and they were pounding me about it. And I want to be able to you know, openly talk about it. Yeah. Um, but you know, obviously nobody's perfect. Um, there's always things that people can work on. And that's definitely one thing I want to work on. And I want to, because it's something that I even preach too, is like, yeah. You know, always be a good, genuine, good person, right? And it's like, if I'm saying that, like, I better be, you know, doing that as well. What's kind of the, the next step in your whole brand development? Is it you're building kind of your business now around it? You're dropping merch. You have a couple of the other projects you've told me about that you're working on. What's kind of the next step and where do you want it to go? Next step. So I had the opportunity to talk to Reed. Um, he manages like Mr. Beast and a ton of um, big time YouTubers and creators. And in this conversation, he was just telling me like, 
kind of still use TikTok. Like basically every creator will have a platform that's like a catalyst for them. So like my platform was TikTok that kind of had my spike, helped me start building a true following. But from like he was just saying, if you can hone in on YouTube and go all in on YouTube and create a business on YouTube and build a community on YouTube, that is law like that you can you, you can actually that, that's law that's long term like you can actually yeah. make a career out of that and going into 2023 my main focus is going to be podcasting and youtube mm. i'm really excited for youtube because i do want to spice it up a bit on youtube where right now you know i'm obviously doing athlete collaborations which is mm-hmm. awesome it's fun but now i want to think about it like mr beast steve will do it how did the adam how did Mr. Beast and Steve will do it blow up on YouTube? Consistency. Okay, that's one. I mean, entertaining content. Okay, that's two. What's the third? All the dollars they were making, they were putting back, putting into, back into their yeah, videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they were, were putting. I mean, Steve will do it. Steve will, every he would go to the casino, yeah. make millions of dollars, and then go buy a fan of Ferrari. Yeah. Those videos would go crazy. That and it just yeah. make it makes it more. So for me, I want to be able to the money that I'm making put into my videos, and I want to be able to. I just had like a real, I was like, all right, how can I take this model that like Mr. Beast and Steve will do it, we're kind of using, and how can I tie in like the athlete collaboration? So now what I want to do is do like athlete collaboration, but tie in me competing against someone in the student body in that sport for a cash prize. Make it super entertaining. Like when money's on the line, like I'm competing against someone, I get competitive. And I know people out there like don't think I'm athletic and they think, you know, I'm just like this five, six (laughs) kid that just lifts weights. Like, no, like I can move, like I'm athletic. So that's why I'm really excited to kind of showcase my skills and compete against other people. I think, I truly think these YouTube videos can do really well and they'll be really entertaining for people. I would love to compete against you in one of these. Can I get involved? Yeah, what, do you, what would you want to compete against me in? I mean, I would beat you in anything, so. What about bowling? Oh, I'd beat you in bowling. You're nice at bowling? Yeah, nice at bowling, ping pong. All right, let, ping let's pong? figure it. Hey, why don't we say, comment below. What would yeah, you guys yeah, want to yeah, see yeah, me and, yeah, let us know. What, what would you want to see me and, uh, me and AB compete in? I, I think, too, uh, maybe like one-on-one football. Like What, you're like, tight end, I'm like a D-back, yeah, like and I guard? some routes. Do you yeah. still have it? I know you're, put, you're, how old are you now, like 42? Relax. <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> remember when you uh, remember we were at where were we at? Where were we at Penn State and the and they brought the sign out? Was that what was that bar called? Oh, they brought uh, the sign chance, out and they said, <laughs> Grandpa, Grandpa <AB."> yeah, <laughs> that was. Uh, I want to change my my TikTok name to the Grandpa. Grandpa AB, yeah, I like that. That's good. Um, but yeah, so YouTube and then really just building a foundation because if you yeah. can build if you can build a foundation, you can really start and do anything, and you have these people that want to support anything that you do. And that's really what I've wanted my whole life was to build my personal brand as big as it can get so I can go and start, you know, any business that I, that I am passionate about and that I want to do. And it can be successful because of the person. What the, what all those guys, like the Nelk boys can do anything and it will pop off the, anything in the men's. Cause you already have like the marketing and branding for branding for it. That's the funny thing about TikTok though. Uh, and both both of us have kind of had or come up on TikTok. Yeah, but that's kind of where a lot of my attention started. TikTok's a hard platform to convert on because because you know it's because awesome. of the for you page. Because just because you follow someone, you don't necessarily see their content, and like you're not as bought in. And I love to hear your thoughts on that. We're like YouTube. Well, I'm gonna say something real quick, yeah. and I'll, I'll tell people this. So I remember I 
released academic weapon flags, like a merch. Mm -hmm. And I remember Darren like put them live on the website. I think there were like 250 of them live on the website, but I didn't do like any marketing behind it. Maybe I just put like a story up. Yeah. Like, hey, I have academic weapon flags. No sales really coming in. But then I made a TikTok in my 700 person lecture and the video went viral. Mm -hmm. And the flags were live. Yeah. And people were going nuts over these flags. And because of that video, it got like 1.1 million views. I sold 250 flags in like five hours. Yeah. But it was because of the power of TikTok. Yeah. But it's hit or miss. Yeah. It really is like hit or miss. But I feel like that could really be with like any platform too. Yeah. So it's like if you're working with a company and you have a brand deal and they're expecting yeah. hundreds of thousands of views, you know, you know it's like, dude, it's like, hey, like, I'm sorry, but I can't control the algorithm right now. It's like, yeah. yes, I have other videos that have done millions of views. And now that... You no, know, I signed a brand deal with you guys and yeah. I put this content out. I'm sorry that I only got 20 to 30,000 views and not the 100,000 views that, you know, I might've pitched myself on like, oh, my videos are doing well, but it's like, hey, like here are my analytics, here's everything. Like, have you, have you had any like problems with that? Like working with any brands or anything where I mean, like they expect something and then it's like the video didn't perform as well. And you're like, I mean, it's, I, I can only control so much. Yeah, well, I think the new trend right now in TikTok because of that problem is the spark ads and like people What's spark ads brands are doing where like they run have you seen like ads on your page where like it says like sponsored or like or sponsored yeah but it's like but it's like uh but it's like it's not a brand's page it's coming from a creator's page like i see it all the time with like i mean a bunch of like i just saw alex earl did it and now addison ray all these all these because brand you brands will pay you like i just did a deal with great clips and great Shout out great clips for the cut. Um, Looks fresh. <laughs> um, and they paid me. Stevie's got good hair. Dude, Do we, why we, are you ever wearing a hat? Dude, we may have the best looking video, three dude. video dudes of all time. Dude, you have amazing hair. Come show the camera your hair, dude. Yeah, Come can show you show hair. the camera your hair? Dude, show, Stevie. show me your hair. Stevie. <laughs> dude, Brad, uh, but I'll tell you this, and I'll go back to my yeah. great clip story. We're doing a pod at the with the Clemson football players, right? With the... Eight defensive linemen on the Clemson team. It's a sick pod. We got whole setup. It's fire. And we're sitting there, and these guys are behind the camera. And I'm talking to the dudes, and they're one. Wh which player was it, Rook? Uh, yeah, uh, uh, Ta that it was the bull in the tracksuit. Like, I forget his name. Um, one of the Clemson football players, we're sitting there, and I'm talking, and he just goes, hold up. And he points at Steve. He goes, he's got a fire outfit on right now. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> What were you wearing? Stevie's again? that guy. He's that guy. Stevie's bro. that guy. They're all like, "Oh, this dude's fresh!" Yeah. In the middle of the podcast, I'm like, "Yeah, um, so funny." Anyway, uh, sponsored ads. Sponsored TikTok. Ads. So my deal with Great Clips was, I make a video, I post the video, but on my page, they have the right to run ads with it through my page. I mean, that's good for you because so then it, it gets you it gets more my exposure. Page. So it got. It, so I posted it. It might have gotten. You know, it's an ad. So like ads. They're ads putting do dollars well. into it. So yeah. So ads don't normally do well. It's a, it was an ad. It was like, "What's up? I'm Adam Brenneman. My place to go to is Great Clips." Like that video is not gonna pop off on TikTok. Yeah. It'll do decent. I think it got like twenty thousand views just from me. Okay. Fifteen thousand, something like that, which is good. But then they pump dollars into they, it. There's a code. TikTok allows you to do it. You can give them. A, you can. There's a code you give the brand, and I can get. And I can decide how long they have to use it. So I gave them a month, 
and then they can put as much money as they want behind it to run ads to whoever they want with, through my account. So the ad says, from Adam Brenneman 81's page, my Great Clips account, paid partnership, and, they, and they're running ad dollars on it. So instead of the ad being on the Great Clips page, it's on, on my your account. page. So TikTok calls it Spark Ads. That's the new trend in TikTok because brands are realizing that. We're paying this influencer to make an ad, but no one sees it because the TikTok algorithm's good Picks enough up. to know it's an ad so yeah. they don't push it to all the followers. So that, that's the new, that, so the, I've done like, Honestly, that, I, that's what most of my deals, like if I do a deal now, most of them want to be able to put ads behind it because in case, if they invest a bunch of money, they're paying me thousands of dollars yeah. and the video doesn't do well. It's like, they want to be able to put put 500 bucks behind it and make sure yeah. people see I also it. think it's really important too, like obviously with my experience in athlete marketing as well, I was always trying to set my athletes up with a unique slash creative type of like feel slash like... Um, touch like the videos that they would do with brands yeah. rather than I don't know I just think it's so boring when someone just posts up like a picture yeah. of like whatever like degree deodorant it's just like a picture of them and they do hashtag ad yeah. like I think it's really cool to spice it up and like maybe like storyline it or like think of something like cool or creative that you can do with the athlete and yeah. now like obviously with creating you know now that I'm kind of like a social influencer myself, and if I'm doing like a brand deal, I'd like to add like an organic, authentic feel slash touch yeah. to the videos going out there. Yeah, you got a brand deal here with Mercury. Yeah, that's right. Shout out Mercury. Shout out Mercury. Seriously, shout like out Porter. With yeah. shout, shout out Porter's that guy. <laughs> he is I want to say guy. Porter's that guy. He's so cool. Isn't He's he? all, like I just remember hopping on the call with Porter and Adam. Just you know, Porter's just, the CEO just, of Mercury. Yeah, literally yeah. just, just talking. And yeah. I was like, dude, like. He, dude, he's him. Dude, you know what's funny? He's he him. is him. What's funny is I know Porter isn't a big TikTok guy, right? Like, he's not, like, scrolling through TikTok every day like we are. And and I was telling him about you. And then I guess he he was in the office when he was on the call with you. And I guess a bunch of people in the office were like, when he got off, was like, is that the academic weapon? <laughs> and he was like, well, who is this guy? And then after that, he was like, hit, I'm all yeah, in. We, Let, let's use him. Yeah, we, we hit it off yeah. on the call. And then... Obviously, we already talked about how we've been wanting to do something for like three months. Penn State made the Rose Bowl. We jump on this call, hit it off, and Adam's like, yo, like Mercury's just gonna send you, one of your camera guys out to the Rose Bowl, have a blast, create awesome content, bring the energy to the Penn State fans, to the Penn State community. Go Penn State! Go State! Penn State's taking this thing. Obviously, this is going to be posted after, I'm going to assume, right? Yeah. After this game. Yeah. My prediction right now, 28-24 Penn State. Nick Singleton, two touchdowns. Catron Allen, Allen, one, one touchdown. touchdown. I've shown so many times. Sean Clifford, touchdown pass to Bretton Strange to make it 28 points right there. Bretton Strange going to the NFL, too. Just He's going to the NFL. league. Oh, yeah, uh, tell me, talk about him. Because you're, obviously, Dude, you're the Penn State five room is probably one of the best is probably second best in the country behind Georgia, who has Darnell Washington and Brock Powers. Right, yeah. Those three dudes, Brenton Strange, Theo Johnson, and Ty Tyler Warren, the sleeper that no one talks yeah. about. Listen to me right now. All three of them will get drafted. I've seen a lot of good tight ends. All three of those dudes, not, I mean, Warren has more tight Theo, I don't, did Theo Johnson declare? No. I think he's got another year, right? Yep. All three of those dudes will play in the NFL. Like, elite tight end room. Coach Franklin's done a great job. Ty Howell, the tight ends coach, who I play with at Penn State, has done a great job recruiting. They they just signed three more tight ends. Like, tight end you. Factory. I mean, they've had some great ones now, man. They've had yeah. some good tight ends. I mean, I'm going to be out of there after so after this year. Where, so. where when, you, when, you're, when you're done, you leave yeah. college, where are you going? <laughs> New, New York City? Everyone's asking me. <laughs> L.A.? 
No, I'm not, I am not, I will, I'm not coming to LA. However, I do think I need to live out here for like six months. Like, I just think living out here, if I can surround myself with the right people, getting with the right people, like it could be a great experience. But again, I was out here in February with Will for the yeah. cut Super Bowl party. And that weekend, I felt like it took like three years off my life yeah. because it was like going to like one event to the next event. And you're always on the move, like networking, meeting people, which is really good. Like, I love it. And I, I, I learned a lot about myself during those times of like, how I was so confident going up to high profiled people with like so yeah. much confidence. Like I even have on my phone too. This is a networking tip out there for all you young guys, even young professionals too. Every person I would go up to, I would say, whatever, I'm Brad Crowd. I'm a student at Penn State working for Cuts Clothing, you know, seeing all the work that you've done, like kind of how have you gotten to where you are now? They kind of tell their journey, be like, you know, I'm a young 21 year old kid just trying to learn. And like immediately when you say that, like you're, a 21-year-old kid, you're in college and that you want to learn, they, their eyes open and they absolutely love it. They're yeah. like, hey, give me, give me your phone. Like, I literally got like some really cool people's numbers literally from just saying I'm in college and I'm willing to learn. Yeah. And so many kids, I feel like now just like want to like go into a job and like get paid or it's like, yo, like if you're in college, you should really, and I, I want to hear your input on this too. I feel like, as a freshman, you just want to gain experience, whatever it may be, because just one internship your junior year is not going to cut it for you. Mm. Like that one internship, you're not going to be able to decide what you want. Like, obviously you're going to be pressured into doing that job. Like hopefully you get a return offer and that's the job you do because of the societal pressure. Excuse me, I burped. Because of that societal pressure. <laughs> But in reality, you need to have multiple experiences while being in college to really figure out what you want to do. And everything that I'm doing and preaching, it's because I've had experiences since freshman year all the way up to now where I've, they were real experiences like outside of my academics, balancing it. So it teaches you also time management too. And that's why I'm able to do what I'm doing now. And I really want to just have an impact like on these kids coming into college and like being like a role model, being someone that has been through it and then sharing my knowledge and sharing my experiences with them yeah. and trying to motivate them to be like, hey, don't just do your academics. Like try to get involved with something right away once you get to a college campus yeah. because the more, like the more people you know, the more opportunity will come your way and just the, like, like the more opportunities you have, you'll be able to really figure out what you want to do by the time you're a senior. And I feel like the education system kind of lacks this. And they're oh, like, oh, like, yeah. they're like, oh, like just get your, your internship, your junior, or yeah. you're not qualified yet. It's like, dude, yeah. like I don't need a qualification. I just need to be willing to learn and just be ambitious and a hustler and just wanting to, you know, dive into something and just figure it out. Yeah. I mean, the, the old saying about it's, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Like that's it's not so about the grades you make. It's about the hands you shake. Uh, that's even better. We, we, we've shaken some great hands. Uh, I, I think uh, I, I think you just threw me off when you got up. Sorry. <laughs> Dude, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> when he came over to shake my hand, I was like, what is he doing? Um, <laughs> the education system. The education system. Um, it's it's uh, not about the grades you make. It's about the hands you shake. Um, it's not about what you know. It's about who you know. <laughs> I'm throwing off. It's not about what you know, it's about who you know. Uh, I, I, had, I had a great story I was just about to tell, I just forgot what it was. Try to, um, try to figure it out. We're going to need to cut this out. <laughs>
No, this is good. This is good. No, I stunned him. I stunned him. I had an absolute brain fart. Um, oh, uh, here's Let's go. Right. We got yeah, it. Let's go. Okay. All right, let's rock. So, so no, this is good. I love raw. raw. I love raw. raw the Show movie. it raw. <laughs> Bro, Brad scares me. Um, so here, you were talking about meeting people. Yes, networking. So, something I've Opportunities. Done, something I've done in the last year of let's my life. Let's add some value to people. Let's go. do it. Something I've done in the last year of my life. This one thing that I've done has changed my life more than anything else. Every single day, maybe not on the weekends, but every single weekday, I do five new reach outs to people. Five cold emails, Instagram DMs. You can ask one of my best friend, Ben Kunkel. I tell him all the time, like, dude, you gotta do five reach outs a day. I do five reach outs, uh, reach outs, reach outs a day, tw Instagram DMs, Twitter DMs, cold emails, LinkedIn DMs to brands, especially now that I'm in media, that I'm doing broadcasting, to like media executives, to agents to players that we want to part, part with at Mercury, I just like will cold reach out to five people a day. I get responses about two to three out of the five. Right? Are you doing it on the weekend too? No, I do, I do it during the- Monday to Friday. Sometimes during the weekend, but Monday to Friday for sure. So and I'm telling you- 20 reach outs. The amount of opportunities that have come up, insane. Every, every brand deal I've gotten, most brand deals I do are me reaching out to them. All right, so my question to you is, how do you structure it? Like if someone There's is no like, structure. all right, no, I'm saying it's like, if I'm a student, I'm like, all right, I hear this now. I'm like, all right, Adam, like, what do I say to these brands? What do I say to these people? Give them, give them the secret sauce. I'm going to read you what I say. Okay, let's hear Like literally I'll just rip a DM and be like, hey, I'm Adam Brenneman. I'm a college football analyst, content creator, work with Mercury, blah, blah, blah. Would love to talk and pick your brain. I normally phrase it the way you you talked about getting advice. I normally say if it's a person that like is above is, that yeah. is high in their career, media executive for for example, like that's how I like start talking to different media networks. Like, hey, I just love to pick your brain about my career. And a lot of them are like admire what you've done, and you mm -hmm. gotta like don't BS it. Like if they if you actually admire it, tell them like I admire what you've done, what yeah. you built. I love to pick your brain. And so many things like, dude, I'm I'm. I, I mean, I've been talking to a, a brand right now for like a huge partnership, one of the, probably the biggest one I've ever done. And it came from me just cold, cold LinkedIn DM. Hey, love what you guys are doing. I, 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 I have 250,000 followers across platform. I'd love to talk to you. Email the next day, call with their VP of marketing the next day. Dude, I'll tell you this. When I was doing the athlete marketing, because again, when I was doing athlete marketing, I was just thrown into it to just try to figure it out. Yeah. Like I don't, obviously I worked with cuts. So I had experience on like the working on the brand side of things, getting athletes cuts, clothing, thinking of, you know, cool, creative ways on how we can get these college athletes to promote cuts on their college campuses. Great experience. But then when I went on the agency side of things, now I was the one trying to get in contact with brands. Yeah. So brands are hard. You, to get so with. you saying like five, I was, Excuse me, I burped again. It's the Red Bull. <laughs> I, I think I was doing like fifty, like been, like fifty, yeah. like a week, probably even more. And at a certain point, I was kind of getting like unmotivated because you don't be get, you don't hear back because you don't hear back, and you're putting in all this effort, and you're like, oh, am I wasting my time? And I remember like in the summer, like it was it was tough, and I was like kind of contemplating because I was like kind of I was doing like working 60, 70 hour weeks, like yeah. just grinding, like this was my future, like I want to be the best in the sports industry, like that was on my mind, and it was like nothing will get in my way, I'm gonna keep going. But like it came to a point where I was kind of contemplating everything. I was like, wow, like I kind of want to go home, go down the shore with my friends, like have a good time. But I was like, you know what, like let's just continue to stick with it, and then I I stuck with it. 
And there was light at the end of the tunnel. I started clothing, closing like brand deals left and right, building great relationships with some cool like platforms that bring athletes on to do brand deals. And I started building great relationships with people, but I just stuck with it. And I just continued to like believe in like in myself and my ability. And it finally like clicked. And it's like, I feel like so many people will give up on themselves too soon because they don't see the instant gratification. Yeah. But it doesn't happen overnight. You need to continue to chip away and grind at it. And I'm sure you've been through some things along your journey with being an elite tight end to being a coach to now going into media and you're literally only 27 years old. That's a lot to do. I'm saying only because you you call me old all the time. I did. But but like that's that's a lot. Yeah. So kind of like talk me through like your mindset of – playing as an elite division one athlete to being a coach to now you're doing social media. Like, like what, like when you decided to do social media, like what did your parents think? What did your friends think? Were they making fun of you? Honestly, I think I had a lot of, most people supported me. And that was at that point, I was also in the phase where I was asking everybody what their opinion was about it. Um, But I'll be honest. So why do you think you were asking that? I don't know. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I mean, I had just coached for two years. I had played. I kind of felt like I was almost at like an identity crisis of I felt like I could be really good at a million different things. I felt like I could do, and I think a lot of people have that have that struggle. Like it's like I could go be an amazing sports agent. I could go be an. I could go to law school and be a lawyer. I could. I could go be a CEO. I could go. I could keep coaching. I could go on TV. Like, what do I want to do? And it's funny, dude. I met with Coach Franklin. I never forget this conversation. Two years ago, I went to meet with Coach Franklin, but three years ago, probably, before I got into coaching. I remember I texted Coach Franklin, who's been amazing throughout my career, and I said, I, I'm, I don't know what I want to do. I think I may want to coach. Will you meet, meet, meet with me and talk about it? This was like a Friday. I texted him that. He said, are you free Sunday morning? And he's like, where are you in Harrisburg? I was like, I'm in Harrisburg. He's like, drive to State College, meet with me Sunday morning. Sunday morning, it was like winter time. I met with him in his office, met with me for like an hour in like 2020. It was right before COVID started. And he, I remember I said to him, I, I, I know that I could be good at so many different things. I'm 24, 23. I don't know what I want to do. Like, I, I don't know what I want to get into. And you know what he said to me? He said, Adam, that's not just a you issue. Every <laughs> successful person in the world could be good at a million different things. He was like, I could have been a CEO of a company. I could have been an athletic director. I could have been, I could have been, a, like he went to the school for psychology or something. I could have been, like everybody that's successful has to pick what they want to do. And it like changed my perspective. I used to be like, feel bad for myself almost. Like, I don't even know, what I, I could do so many different so things. So have you always liked media? So I did. So I did media a little bit when I stopped playing. And then I, I got a coaching itch. I was like, I want to be in football. I want to be a head coach. Like, I was still kind of figuring it out. I went to ASU with Herm Edwards and all those guys. Was there for two years. And when I left ASU in February, what really drove me to me, there was a few things. I remember the Pat McAfee thing having a big effect on me. Not that I don't even do the kind of content that Pat McAfee does, but like seeing a former player who like, who started having like an impact, started like making dude, like funny he, videos yeah, and, and like got, being and entertaining. A, and then his deal with FanDuel was like $120 million. I was like, whoa. I was like, so like <laughs> athletes are getting into There's this. money, and, yeah. And it's recent that like the whole age of like athlete driven media is now getting bigger. Like Draymond Green hosting his own podcast. And, and I remember that happening and then started thinking about it. And then I remember seeing like other people do content and I was like, 
Dude, I have had more college football experiences than, any, than anyone my age. I was a five-star recruit. I had an offer from every single school in the country. I mean, Stevie was there when I was in high school. Every coach in America came to our high school. Urban Meyer, Brian Kelly, yeah. Joe Paterno. I mean, literally everyone. What are you laughing about? <laughs> Am I lying? No, you're not. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, literally every... And, and then I was an All-American at two different schools. I transferred, went through the portal, I, Penn State and UMass. I was in the Senior Bowl. I was, a, uh, I was in the, I was in the NFL, dra NFL draft, I got hurt. And then I was a coach. I was a Power 5 coach. So there's not a level of college football I haven't been at the top level of. So I felt like in the college football space, in college sports, I, I yes. had a unique voice that yeah. I could talk about anything. There aren't many people that can go on a TikTok and say, I was a Power 5 coach. I was an All-American. I was a five-star recruit. I've been all those. So when sure. I decided to go all in on it, I had a differentiator in college football. If you've noticed, I don't talk about the NFL. I really don't do anything about the NFL. I'm, I talk college football because that's my difference. That's you. That's me. I lived college football at a high level, at, at, as, as high as anyone at all different levels. So that's when I went all in on it. And I was like, dude, I could do this and I can do, I can do content. I can be on TV. I can build, I can be an entrepreneur. I can build my own business. I can build my own media stuff and brand deals. I can build Mercury. I can do, I can do it all. And I love that because I've always had like entrepreneurial itch. Like you're building something every single day. I have a team that works for me. You know, Noah, my content yeah. manager, our team at Mercury, our video guys, like I'm like, you're now responsible for people. You're paying people. I have a payroll. I have to meet, if I don't make, if I don't make enough money in that month, I can't make payroll. You know what I mean? Like, and you feel this, you're, pay you're paying people now. Like, it, it's, it really filled it is for me. And when I went all in and had some success, I just caught the bug. Like when my first video hit a million views, I was like, you're going oh, nuts. I'm in, oh, I'm in. Yeah. I'm you're in. like, this is yeah. it. Cause yeah. it like, you're like, it's a feeling that is like, you can't even like describe Dude. Like you just like yeah. get juiced like up. Rock. You're like, let's keep finding a way to yeah. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Keep, yeah. let's keep post, pushing post, out. Post, post, like, post. all right, all right, cool. If I post 10 times, cool. Maybe like one will hit, yeah. but you just got to keep like yeah. pumping it. Like you just yeah. pump, pump. Yeah, and that's the thing, you've been a great, our relationship's been great because like you motivate me. Like you even text me. Remember you texted me like, right, your why, goals why, why aren't you posting uh, 10 times a day? Or that, yeah. Or, or, and then you'll be like, what are your goals? Yeah. Where, like send me your goals. So you're like, write them down. Accountability. Yeah, I, I think be, have, like accountability is huge. And yeah. people that now are tight in my circle, like I will do that with them. Or yeah. be like, I want them to try to make me better and send me, you know, like, yo, Brad, like why? Dude, you slack today. Why why'd you get up at 10 a.m.? Why didn't you get up at five, like you say, and kick the yeah. sheets? Like I mean, you better get up respect. at five every day. <laughs> like respect. Like, all right, call me out. So um, I want to do a few questions with you that I like to ask a lot of people. Um, I do I end interviews with these questions a lot, but I'm curious. Oh, uh, wait, we because, have to end the interview. We have to end this. We're not, we're not, we're not ending it yet. I normally uh, end with these questions. <laughs> but uh, uh, th this will be another 30 minutes because you're going to run with these. Okay? Oh, Jesus. So th these are some questions just to, just, to, yeah. just, just to find out like who you are a little deeper. So I, I, I've used these a lot. Um, if you've done any research on any interviews I've done, you've probably heard. I've asked these to Will Levis and stuff. All right, so first one. Take me through the first 30 minutes of your morning. All right, it's Monday. I will wake up around between 5 and 5.30. Mm -hmm. I kick my bed sheets off of my bed. I will have my phone in front of me recording myself. So my alarm goes off. I grab my phone. I go right on Snapchat. So I actually film my content on my Snapchat, save it to my memories, and then oh, got it. download it, it to my camera roll and then post it on like TikTok yeah. or IG Reels because on Snapchat, I can like have it here like, 
What's up? What's up, guys? It's Monday morning. Get up and attack the day. Kick the sheets, and I'll kick them, and then like I'll like double click it, and it will point to like my yeah. sheets. Have my flag. Yeah. I get up and then I double click it back. I, I put it on myself, then I can put it down and jog in place. So I'll take my phone out, kick my bed sheets, get out of bed. It depends. Like if it's a Wednesday, if it's hump day, I normally play like my humps and I'll do like a little dance to wake up in the morning. <laughs> uh, it really depends if it's Thursday, Thursday, I'll put on some yeah. like EDM in the morning, Monday, mostly like Monday motivation. Um, but kick the bed sheets, get up out of bed, do pushups, jumping jacks, run in place. Right after I'll, I always go wash my face with water. Right after I go, I eat a pickle or two. A pickle? Sh- yeah. Why a pickle? Uh, for, for the pump. For yeah, because like the sodium oh, or something in pickle. Okay, yeah, I like if you that. eat pickles, it makes Have you, you like, heard that before. I'm actually getting faster from uh, pickle. Helps a pickle pump. It's oh yeah, that <laughs> doesn't work out. But yeah, so I'll he's, eat like he's a, too good looking. Here's the yeah. <laughs> So I'll eat like a pickle or two. I'll drink my pre workout. I eat two to three rice cakes. Sometimes I put peanut butter on them. Sometimes I don't. And then um, drink some water as well. And then my ride, so I don't have a car at school. I just yeah. spin bike everywhere. Um, I actually hit a deer at Penn State when I was a sophomore. Um, I don't want to talk about that. Um, and then my ride normally comes, picks me up, and then I head right to the gym. And typically Monday mornings, I am, like, I just feel, like, different. Like, there's just something different about waking up, like, before other people. And, like, especially in the morning, like, I just have no distractions. And there's nothing, dude. When I try to work out at, like, 8 a.m., I, my phone's already going Buzzing. off. You, got, you yeah. can't even focus. Yeah. You got to be and real. Yeah. For me, my staple, uh, like in life, is fitness and working out and pushing myself. Yeah. Like that is my staple. Whenever I'm at my peak and my best, it's because I'm consistently training. I'm consistently eating good food. Yeah. Like that's when I'm at my peak. And you know, I, I'm gonna get off track. But when I was traveling a ton, like I was thrown off a lot, yeah. and that's because I wasn't taking care of my body. Once I started taking yeah. care of my body again, and like it's now so, I haven't so, drank alcohol in three weeks. Like yeah. I feel on top of the world. Like I'm eating good. I'm working out. Like I feel. Yeah, I so feel. When you're I feel. I feel it. Like I feel powerful right now. Um, yeah. So then I'll well, go to the gym. You look good. Thank you. Yeah. Look good. Feel good. Perform good. And yeah. So then I'll go to the gym, and then. I come back, shower. I like to meditate in my shower. So what I'll do is I'll shower up, like do like all my washing, scrubbing. And then I turn the shower like like pretty hot. I'm not doing it cold, doing it hot. Turn my, turn my lights off, put my JBL speaker right next to the shower, like on my toilet. And I put on meditation music. I turn the lights off, like completely pitch dark. I lay back in my shower, put my legs up and I just breathe. Like I go... And I set my timer on my phone for like 23 minutes. And I do that after I get up, turn the lights on and get dressed. And I'm just, I literally, it's already like 8 a.m., 8.15. And I have the rest of my day to do whatever I need to get done. Workouts already complete, already done something productive, and I'm just on the move. I can set up a couple meetings if I have to. If I need a couple, um, if I need to film a couple videos, I can film a couple videos. Go to class, I go to class. Get my schoolwork done, get my schoolwork done. And it's a great way to start the morning. And ever since I started doing this, like it has changed my life completely, completely. That's an amazing routine. How how consistent are you with doing that? I try to do it uh, Monday to Thursday. Got it. What, I'll be on. What happens Friday? I go out Thursday night. <laughs> so I, hey, no, hey, again, 
I am, balance. I'm real with people. Like it's a balance. Like I'm a college student. I'm 22 years old. Yeah. yeah I'm going to go out on a Thursday. I might go out on a Friday. I might go out on a Saturday. Might go out on but, a Sunday. Yeah. No, I, I will not. <laughs> I will not. But come Monday to Thursday, like I'm going to try to get up at five and grind, work hard, yeah. play hard, Yeah. work hard, play hard. Cause too many college students will just get consumed by the college atmosphere yeah. and like they'll, they'll just eat them up. I'm a, uh, that's all I got to say about that. Just eat, eat, eat them up. <laughs> Next one, you ready? Born ready. What's the best piece of advice you've ever received? You don't know the taste of chocolate unless you taste it. Go out and taste as many things as you can and then pick and choose what you like. From the Cuts founder, Stephen Borelli. He brought me, when I was flew out to LA, when I got the internship, I took the initiative. I was like, hey, for my first week, I'm flying out and I want to work in the office. And flew out there, had an unreal experience. Because when I went out, when I was out there, it was my first time going to like a corporate mm -hmm. office or whatever. It wasn't really corporate. Like you walk in, you don't have like a guy in a suit coming up to you, like, who are you? It's People like cups. It's yeah. like it's like Steven comes up to you, he's like, yo, Brad, it's like fist yeah. bumps, it's like handshake, like dap ups, like, yo, what up, Brad? Like, so stoked to have you. Shows me everyone. And like cuts is so successful mm -hmm. because they have, you know, the marketing team, they're great at what they do. The production team, they're good at what they do. Finance, they're good at what, like every department is just good at what they do and they don't like get in each other's ways and they just help build yeah. each other. But it all starts from the top and that's Steven. Steven is an absolute beast. Like he's, he's a winner. Like he's someone that I look up to and I'm just grateful that he gave me the opportunity to even work with them. And then when he brought me into his office for a one-on-one, -on -one, he just said like, Brad, you're so young right now. You're literally a 20 year old kid. Like you're out in LA, you know, you're going to be, you know, interning for us, working with us, running our college department. You might be passionate about this right now, but you're still so young. Like you need to go try as many things as you yeah. can. And that stuck with me. And that's something that I preach to people because if I would have never taken that advice, like maybe I would have just stuck with cuts and I would have never had the agency experience yeah. and you know, other experiences that I had. Yeah. 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 But because he said that, I was like, all right, yeah. I work with cuts. Cool. Respect. All right. Let me go try working in an agency. Let me try this out. Let me go try to start my own brand or company. Let me see yeah. how that goes. And you, you don't, you just don't know unless you try it. Yeah. What's something that surprised you recently? I need to think on this one. Well, um, we have all the time in the world. I know. What's something that surprised you? Was it a person? Me? Was it a thing? These are supposed to make you, make you think. I know. Do, have you had other people, like, have you, like, stumped people? I mean, most people can think of something relatively quickly. Really? I mean, you, what, you've never been surprised recently? I'm trying to get deep, Bradley. No, I know. I, all right. <laughs> I think, like, for myself, and I think... It's not really like a surprise, but it's more so just like, I guess it kind of is a surprise, but like for myself and like even just talking to like my brothers and stuff, like mm -hmm. they were saying like for me, cause I always have a million things going on in my head and like just so much, so much stuff. Like they want me to go like see like a therapist and like yeah. talk to a therapist and talk out everything. Yeah. And I guess it is a surprise. Like, oh, like you think, because I think people look at like therapy of like going to in like a yeah. negative way, like, oh, you have a ton of issues. But it's like everyone, in my opinion, should go and see a therapist and talk about things going on in their life because it yeah. will just help them power through it. Yeah. Um, but I think that was definitely something that was surprising, but it's in a like a good way. It's good not like they're yeah. it's not like they're coming at me. They're like, Brad, like yeah. you like <laughs> like you have like problems of like you just are on yeah. go mode all the time. Like yeah. you no, need same issue I have. Yeah. You you need to yeah. talk to someone. You have yeah. to. 
And yeah. when they said that, it, I was like, my eyes open, yeah. but I was like, you know what? Like, honestly, I probably should. Yeah. It will just only, I'll only benefit from it. I will. Yeah. We'll be, and, and I think like, even like a ton a lot of people, people who do it. A lot of people do yeah. it. Like, like when you have so much on your mind and stress yeah. and you're always going and doing, it's nice to just talk to someone to be able to hash out all your problems and everything. They can give you advice, talk, walk you through yeah. it. Just soothing. Yeah. All right, last couple. Uh, what gives you hope right now? I think the people that I'm surrounded by. I think the people that are in my life right now that believe in me, it just motivates me to the extreme and I can just see it. Like yeah. I can feel it, I can see it. And that's what is really giving me hope is th their belief in my ability to go and chase and do whatever I want. Yeah, I love that. It's all about, it's all about like the best part about being where you're at and like what with where we're we're going and building is like the people you get to bring with you. That's right? like like dude, it, if if you don't have anyone with you, like what's the it's point? It's not fun. Like it's not but even there, fun. There's not even like a real point doing yeah. it. If you're just like at the end of the day, like if you don't have any friends, you don't have any boys, you don't have family that's with you, like you can make all the money in the world, but like you're just sitting in a massive house by yourself. You know? It's true. With and a cool I've always car been that no one else gets to sit in with you. And like, what's the point? Yeah, and I'm a big people's person too. And it's yeah. like if I can bring someone with me, I'm I'm doing it. Like it's more fun. It's like yeah. let's go do it. Let's 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 help build each other up. Yeah. Like why not just me? No, it's like yo, Adam. Like let's do it. Let's yeah. go, let's go to the moon together. Why yeah. not? Yeah, uh, I'm all in. You know, you know oh, I'm I know you are. And um, this weekend we're we're oh, really going to be able to bond. We're so I mean, think about all the we've filmed a bunch of content. We've only been here for like four hours. Yeah, and we're already about but to wrap again. Up this is business. Business trip. Business um, trip. Obviously, some fun here and there, but business. Uh, last one. I I think that anyone who's anyone who is a high achiever or successful in life and you've been successful and you're obviously still super young there's some kind of like external mo motivation or there's a there's a reason that you do what you do that's bigger than just yourself or something that drives you more than just you um so what's your why like what's the reason that you you do what you do that you have the energy that you have all the time my dad um, my dad has done everything for me ever since I was a young kid for my brothers, always put me and my brothers first. And, you know, because of that and just growing up and like now he's, you know, just like in a spot in his life where, you know, he's become kind of complacent and just like, you know, he, I'll be real with people. Like he sent me and my brothers to school, like, mm -hmm. I'm grateful for that. Like I didn't have to pay for my college tuition yeah. um, and I'm extremely grateful for that. But seeing him do that, it just motivates me even more so I can do that for my kids and even beyond that. Mm -hmm. Like my whole like goal in life is to just create generational wealth. Yeah. So like my kids have kids, they don't even have to worry. Like yeah. they have kids, they don't have to worry. And I will bust my ass so I can go and truly like make that happen. Yeah. Um, but I definitely, my dad is definitely one of the reasons why I'm doing what I'm doing right now. It's like, he's done everything for me. Like when he's old and stuff, like I want to put him in a nursing home with the hottest <laughs> nurse. Like that's my goal. Like that's what I'm doing. Like I'll, I will, you know, I, I want to do anything for him. And that's something that has definitely recently too 
has like fueled fire. And even just all the negative stuff in my past, like has definitely fueled fire in me. I had an incident where I went out to Florida last year or no, in February. And my cousin tried like brainwashing me into his fraudulent like business. And going through that experience too was kind of traumatizing. And then finally like coming out of it and my brother's really helping me like get out of that sticky situation. Like it just fueled fire in me. It was just like, it, I got pissed. I, like it pissed me off. And when I get pissed off, I'm not going to go fight or try to fight someone or anything. I'm going to go and put that energy into building myself. Like I use negative connotation and put it into me, into just fueling so I could be that guy, so I can have that impact on society, so I could be super su successful one day. That's what fuck, that's what fuels Brad. Like that's, if like someone wants to talk behind my back or talk about me, like that's just only fuel, fueling me even more or going through a rough situation or like, you know, like my parents got divorced when I was at a young age and like there was stuff that would go on. So it's like, that's the kind of stuff that like fuels me and makes me just want to keep going. And it's like, I'll do anything to really like make it happen. I block everything out, have that tunnel vision, keep that circle small and just go for it. I love it. I love it. That's all I got. I just got deep. That was good. Yeah, that was deep. That was no, but I like, it's a great, that's no, a great you, you, you had me and like saying it. So I, I'm, I'm going to say it on the pod. I love it, man. I think, I think, uh, I'm, I'm sure your dad's proud of where you've, where you're at right now. Is he he been, loves talking he about enjoying me. the journey. Oh, he, I that's think he loves part, it more right? than me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he yeah, loves yeah. talking about it. To He's people. living vicariously through yeah. you right now. That's yeah. awesome. Well, man, I appreciate it. We got, I'm sure we'll have a lot more of these conversations yeah. as the weekend goes on, but yeah, day one in LA. Day one. Let's go. Love it.